Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Oil rebounds, jobs grow, S&P and NASDAQ both rise to records. S&P up nine to end the week at 23.99, a gain today of four tenths of one percent. NASDAQ up 25 to 6,100, up four tenths of one percent. The Dow back above 21,000, up 55 points, higher by three tenths of one percent. Again, both the S&P and NASDAQ advancing to records. The 10-year up 132nd with a yield of 2.35 percent. Gold up 70 cents the ounce to 12.29, up one tenth of one percent. West Texas Intermediate crude up 91 cents a barrel to 4643, advancing today by 2%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Much appreciated. Charlie Pellet with a Bloomberg Business News Flash. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Master, Corey Johnson in our Bloomberg 1130 studio in New York City, and this is Bloomberg. Sam Gucci joins us right now as the CEO of a company called One Huddle, which is focused on workforce training, but making it fun through something called gamification. His clients include the not 49ers, the Golden State Warriors, Denver International Airport, Rutgers University. Sam's with us here in the studio in our 1130 studios here in New York. Sam, good to see you here. Um, talk to me about gamification and, and, and what this means for workforce training. Yeah, so, I mean, today, more than ever, uh, workforce training is at the heart of, I mean, even with the report coming out today on jobs, uh, all the jobs we create don't matter if the people that get them aren't prepared for it. And technology is something that when it comes to training, not a lot of training programs today have gotten out of the Stone Age yet. You know, most companies still deploy training with on, with manuals and online videos. And uh, we've all sat through our fair share of training workshops. And, you know, for us, we're using something that young people and workers today are already great at, which is games to try to upskill and push training to employees faster and make them ready to work. How does it work? So we have a mobile game platform allows companies to take all of their training manuals, their content, their videos, everything you need to know to do your job. They turn it on their own into quick burst trivia games. It's mobile first. We have a workforce today that's more mobile than ever, more likely to own a, a smartphone today than you are a laptop. So it only makes more sense to try to take training at a time when workers are underskilled onto the device they're already great at and they have in their pocket. How do we know that this is a better way to do it? I mean, how do you measure this? Yeah, so three ways. The the success of it. Yeah, so I think we're we're seeing with companies we work with at One Huddle, whether it's ESPN or it's Rutgers University, uh, they're looking at uh, speed speed up of knowledge retention. So on day one, if you come into work, how much do you know versus on day 30, day 60, day 90? Then how much do you forget over right. the next couple months. So we're measuring uh, speed of speed of recall, which is retention. We're measuring increase in sales performance. So companies on our platform, for every 3% they get better at our game, they see a 1% uptick in sales, which that's that's the bell you have to ring when you're trying to sell into most companies when you're talking about something right. like training. And it's a one-to-one correlation? For well, It depends on the industry. So okay. if, you're, if you're dealing with sales reps and you're dealing with – people who have a sales number next to their name every day, we can prove that you're seeing that type of result. Uh, it's a little harder when you're talking about service reps, which is something we're getting more into uh, when you talk about volunteer, frontline, and part-time workers uh, who maybe don't have a uh, sales goal next to their name. Tell me, uh, what would a training look like when you walk in the door, and what does the training look like once you've uh, changed that to gamify the training? Yeah, so two ways. One, uh, 
82% of all the games played on our platform last quarter happened outside of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. When was the last time you accessed training outside of working hours? Um, as my bosses will say, me even accessing the mandatory training <laughs> itself is something of a, of a miracle. I've done a few training videos after hours just because that's when I could fit it in. Yep. Yeah, and I, th- I think that it's um, – we're not – I don't think we're replacing anything that already exists, right? I think it's kind of like exercise. You don't go to the gym and only use one piece of equipment, hopefully. You train from multiple angles. So you're still going to have the manuals. You're still going to have videos. You're still going to bring in the seminar trainer and, and guest speaker every now and then. But our platform is meant to be the more every day. If we can create a world in today's economy where employees want to engage with training proactively, uh, I think that's something that's unique. Um, is the is – the I wonder what the trick is. Like, you know, on some level, I, I think of this as really a design problem, right? Long, boring trainings are just poorly designed. They're designed for the trainer, not the trainee. And and I and I wonder, you know, when, when you gamify something, are you making it short? Are you creating goals? Or what are the rewards in this game, and so on? Yeah, a, a Microsoft report just came out and said an average millennial, which I'm talking a lot about that word because it's the future of our workforce. Uh, the average it's millennial, the biggest part of our workforce right now. And. This report said that the average millennial has an attention span less than a goldfish in about eight minutes. So what that means is the 60-minute videos and the 45-minute trainings, they're not as effective. So uh, also, let's put it this way, even like the few minutes before we got on air, right, what was I doing? I was checking my email. I was looking at text messages. We were all getting some work in. Uh, Those two- to three-minute micro moments that our workforce has when they're on the train, they're on the subway, they're going to work, they're in between time. I mean, instead of maybe playing on social media, imagine if you get a training in to get ready to work. Sam, from what I understand, too, you guys are working with the city of Newark where you have offices um, to lower unemployment. Tell me how what you do helps lower unemployment. So the uh, one of the things we came to the realization of is when our platform got rolled out about two years ago to a lot of companies, a very small part of the workforce was getting access to it. So large companies were investing in our tool. They were giving it to the highest earning employees inside of the organization, sales reps, service reps. Folks who, you know, when they went to four-year colleges and got access, they always get access to the best training. But the foundational workers, frontline, voluntary, part-time, the ones who can make a drastic impact on the customer experience weren't getting access to anywhere near as much. And that opened our eyes. You mentioned Newark. Um, in, in our growth as a company, we realized that the foundation of our workforce, the majority of our workforce, are these voluntary, part-time workers who... They need, to, they need to be shown a way to move up through the workforce. So the city of Newark it has a goal of cutting unemployment in half over the next uh, 16 months. They have a tremendous amount of people that are looking for work who might be underskilled. We have a platform that can help. And I think as a company, uh, it, would be, um, it would be remiss of us if we weren't trying to be proactive about helping people who want to work and want to get into the workforce versus just working with, working with the ones who already have a job. Uh, and finally, you know, do, do you imagine that, that, that does the training work better? You, you mentioned on millennials. Is there a certain kind of person or or, or skill set that's that's sort of more uh, 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 apt to accept such trainings? Just got about twenty seconds. Yeah, no, I, I think that, I think it works across all all sectors of the workforce, all generations. I do think that uh, the majority of employees are competitive, and if we give them an outlet to be competitive and get an intern that makes them better at work. That's something that uh, is, is can be powerful. It's interesting to see how things are in terms of workforce training kind of evolving. Sam, thank you so much. Sam Cayucci, he's Chief Executive Officer at uh, One Huddle, joining us in our Bloomberg 1130 studio on this Friday afternoon. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Master, Corey Johnson, we are Bloomberg Markets, right here on Bloomberg Radio.